and true. If you all haven't figured it out yet, when I learn, I teach and I seek to learn in every situation. I began to research how the absence of truth can affect one's mind and their persona. And in my research, the word paranoia kept resurfacing. Paranoia is described as a condition of the mind that is derived from the lack of the knowledge of truth or one's resistance to truth. The symptoms of paranoia are as follows. Listen carefully. Distrust. Difficulty with forgiveness. Defensive attitude. Imagine criticism. Preoccupation with hidden motives, fear of being deceived, inability to relax, argumentative, delusions of persecution, unwarranted jealousy, exaggerated sense of self-importance, addictive tendencies, and a loss of touch with reality. As I read the symptoms of paranoia, I couldn't help but deal with the evident truth. We are living in a world where either the lack of truth or the resistance to truth has shaped us into a culture of people who dwell in a state of paranoia. Specialists say one of the most effective ways to deal with paranoia is through cognitive behavioral therapy, which aims to help one identify and challenge thoughts that are unproductive and false. In other words, face lies and deceptions head on and exalt truth. Simply put, what the scripture tells us about the renewing of our minds is the cure for a paranoid culture of people. Now, John 14, 6 reads, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the words of Jesus. So now let's put all of this into perspective. Paranoia is derived from the lack of knowledge of truth or one's resistance to truth. It's evident from the symptoms that the culture in which we live is suffering from paranoia. And the experts who have studied this disease of the mind say that the best way to treat this disease is to, in simple terms, face lies, deceptions, head on, and exalt truth. And we as believers, we know that the only truth that matters is God's truth. For it's God's truth that is the way and the only path to a life worth living. Okay. Okay, believers. So now what? The cultural paranoia that we bear witness to has a lot to do with believers being silent for so long. Silent when we should have been exalting our voices with the truth of God. See, when people of God are silent and just sit on the sidelines, it gives Satan full reign. And we know that the only thing he exalts is lies. And we know that his goal is to always stomp out truth. We have allowed Satan to reign 
The evidence is shown by the state of paranoia. What we were given dominion over is now in. James 4.17 tells us when we know the right thing to do and we don't do it, we have sinned. When truth should have been exalted and we failed at exalting it, we sinned against God. We denied him as our Lord and Savior. Matthew 10 and 3, Jesus says, Whosoever shall deny me before men, I will also deny before my Father. We are obligated to exalt truth with love and kindness. When we hear falsehoods, see people exalting ungodly principles, we are charged to speak up. And more importantly, we as believers are charged to be the example of truth and righteousness, allowing the truth of God to be a beacon in our lives. This means we can't deal with conflict like everyone else. It means we can't walk in offense like everyone else. We can't judge and gossip like everyone else. And we can't put our flesh before the word of God like everyone else. Matthew 5:16 reads, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. Come on, songs, goes like this. Even when I'm going through, even when I'm going through, see, I 
How did he learn, church? I learned to worship you. Yeah. And I declare, no, my circumstance doesn't even stand a chance. Cause my pride Somebody sing a praise to make it. Somebody sing. 